Good morning. This is Cassie with The Happy Thinker, and this is episode number 57. So today, what I really want to talk about is other people's emotions. And I want to talk about that because... I think we get wrapped up in doing our own mind and thought work and we are dedicated to it and we're working on improving ourselves and moving forward and growing as people. And then we encounter people um, who maybe aren't in the same space as we are in that front and maybe don't have the same tools as we have in that area. And maybe have not mastered the same things we have mastered. And it can be kind of sticky because you can get into small altercations with these people or you can run into emotional clashing or you can run into differences of opinion or anything in the world that causes any kind of conflict between individuals can sometimes become very frustrating because you feel like you're doing a lot of work on yourself and yet these people are not and you feel like well how am I supposed to keep up with my own mind and thought work when those around me are not doing the same? How am I supposed to feel like I can move forward if everybody else is still standing backwards? And so I want to talk about this in a couple different lights and I want to tell you what you can do when you come in contact with someone who um, is having trouble seeing things from the new light that you might see things. Okay, let's get started. So first off, I want to say there are a couple truths that are part of your own mind and thought work that I think you could benefit from paying attention to if you find yourself getting frustrated, if you find yourself getting upset about the lack of mind and thought work other people are doing. If you're finding yourself in a space where you feel frustrated by other people, that's a good indicator that you need to do some work in that area yourself, which is probably not what you expected me to say, but that is actually really what I'm going to tap into here is doing more work on yourself in terms of the way we relate to others and public relations with other people around us. So... When we encounter someone who maybe mentally and emotionally is not quite as mature as we are, we tend to automatically push back on this notion if you have been working on your own mind. And the reason we do that is because we know how good it feels, the freedom that we find by having the ability to control and having the ability to manage our own emotions and manage our own thoughts and manage our own lives and and direct our courses and people who don't manage their own minds or don't know how or don't have the tools tend to have a lot less direction and that can frustrate us because we're like you could do so much you could be so much why are you not utilizing your brain your computer system that can be programmed for your good So we will 
go about it a couple different ways. Sometimes we'll try to inform them, educate them of what we have learned, which most of the time if you're having an altercation with someone is patronizing and frustrating to them, so that's not a good way to go. Or we'll simply be frustrated that they're not where we are and we'll blame them in a way for this. And that's not helpful to us either. In fact, it goes against your own model of self responsibility is even though you cannot be responsible for other people's actions decisions or emotions what you can be responsible for is the way you respond to them and the way you let them affect you so even though it may be frustrating you feel the emotion of frustration what was the thought that was connected to that the thought could have been a series of different things but for example it could have been why don't you know what i know Why aren't you more mature? What is it that makes you want to stay in this spot of immaturity emotionally? These kinds of thoughts are not beneficial because every person comes from a different background. Every person has had access to different kinds of tools and some of them have had very little exposure to being able to tap into their own brain and utilize it. Most people live in a pretty much a fog, which they go about their normal day and they react to any stimulus that comes into their path. They don't respond in a way that is controlled or respond in a way that is beneficial to them because they don't know any different than just to react to their own emotional status. So, If you've encountered someone and you've had an emotional disagreement, per se, and you're wondering why they're not where you're at, it's not going to benefit you in any way because they have come from a different place than you. So the first truth you have to accept is every individual is in their own path. That path may not be one you agree with or you like, but they are on their own path. Now, if you're anything like me, you will instantly want to help this scenario out and you will be like, oh, okay, they're all on their own path. I can accept that. I'm good with that. So let me help them on their path by giving them some information and giving them some some things I've learned, some candid, um, unsolicited advice. Don't be that person. Don't be the person who gives unsolicited advice. Nobody likes it, especially if you're having an emotional disagreement with someone where you, your mind and the way it's working is different from the way their mind is working and the way they're perceiving the situation. Another truth that you need to come to understand is when you see yourself having a problem with someone else, We instantly tend to blame the other person for how we're feeling. Well, they made me mad. Well, they frustrated me. Well, I am upset because of them. These are blaming type scenarios. And this is not helpful to you because in all honesty, it's because you're choosing to allow that person's response to whatever happened affect you in the way that it is. So let's go back to like our model of our thoughts come first, our feelings come next. Now, if you're still working on it and you haven't reached your thought point first and you always catch it in the emotion stage instead, that's understandable. But in that emotion, you need to stop, ask yourself why you're feeling that way. Ask yourself, is this benefiting me? Is this aligning with the person I want to be? So a person that helps other people 
if that's who you want to be is fine, but helping other people does not look like patronizing other people. So you got to think about that too. If someone wants a life of peace, then they're probably not going to find a lot of peace in arguing with someone else who's not in the same space as they are mentally and emotionally. If you're someone who wants a happy life, frustration, anger, those kinds of things obviously seem like they're not, they don't have a place in a happy life. You need to come to terms with the fact that you're not always going to feel 100% happy and that's okay. But when you're starting to feel emotions that aren't necessarily happy, then you need to evaluate what the thought is that is the root cause of where they're coming from and make sure your actions don't stem from that. So even if you experience the emotion and you catch it in the emotion stage, that's okay. Just bring yourself back to awareness of that's what's happening and then control your actions from there. Choose from your higher brain. Choose from your, your cortex, not from your emotional self, your emotional brain. Just because you're feeling it does not mean you have to respond to it. So you have to come to terms that it is not something you blame other people for. It is something that you evaluate within yourself. Why am I feeling frustrated? Why am I allowing this person to make me angry? Why am I allowing this person to affect me in this way? Um, a lot of times it'll come from a place that you don't expect. Um, sometimes it comes from your own pride. Sometimes it comes from... Um, a sense of superiority and you didn't even know you had that small sense of like oh I know more than you so I must be better than you in a way and if you are having these thoughts and you and you didn't even realize that's where it's stemming from um, don't feel bad because every single individual in the whole world has had a thought or two like that the thing is is that me as a person I always try to be incredibly fair and I try to be very um, aware of any thought that does not bring people together, does not unify people. And so when I have a thought like that of any kind, I want to root it out. I don't want it there. So the thought may come up. I choose to respond differently out of, and this is out of a sense of courage. So when you find something in yourself that you're not particularly happy with or not particularly proud of, don't don't shame yourself or, or beat yourself up for this. Simply acknowledge that it's there and acknowledge to respond differently so that you are literally telling yourself a different kind of scenario, a different perspective, giving yourself a little more understanding and compassion, but giving yourself a different scenario to think about. So instead of, um, I know more than them, I'm better than them, you could always be like, I come from a different place than them, and they didn't have the opportunities I did. That doesn't make you better. That simply makes you have something that they didn't. And that's not really fair, but sometimes in life people get opportunities that others don't. So instead of seeing it as a moment to look down on someone and get frustrated that they're not where you're at, take it as a moment to rise above that and control your own emotions and therefore showing yourself that no matter where someone comes from or what background they are still just as much human as yourself their emotions rule them just like yours do and you're trying to help that notion in yourself 
Okay, so another thing that I want to talk about is kind of an example of how this might play out um, in a scenario like someone that you love, someone that you know, maybe not someone that's a stranger, and this can get even stickier than strangers because our other emotions that are from attachment, love, um, all the protection, all the things that we give to those that we love and cherish those emotions are also all mixed up in this bundle and that's where it can get really hard to be able to manage your own emotions this is why couples fight pretty often and this is why disagreements happen most of the time between siblings and family members and this is why i wanted to talk about this today So a good example of when I was using mind and thought work to manage my emotions and I witnessed in another individual that I cared deeply about that they were not doing the same and I pointed this out in a subtle and loving way, mind you, but then I realized we come from a different perspective on this and I have said in my podcast before to you guys that I am simply a teacher of the things I have learned and if it doesn't work for you, if it doesn't align with you, you don't have to take that method. So when I encounter people that don't necessarily use the same methods as as I do to manage their emotions, but I see that those ways that they're trying to manage their emotions aren't working either, my instant I want to help brain jumps in. And it is out of a sense of love, but mind you, it's still unsolicited advice. But a good example was just recently, I was discussing with someone about facing their fears and the depths of their emotions instead of running from them. I myself am a person who runs from their emotions quite often, naturally. But I know from experience that that's no way to face anything that you're dealing with. In fact, it will stuff it deeper down and it will pop back up later in places you don't want it to. So witnessing this in someone I love, I instantly wanted to help. The first thing that we talked about was I said, well, when you're experiencing that fear or that deep emotion, instead of running from it, internally look it in the face and see it for what it is if you think about a feeling if a feeling is what you're experiencing all a feeling really is is a physical sensation in the body it can't hurt you so even if you look it in the face of the your emotion and instead of running it from it you'll be able to look it square in the face and be able to deal with it accept it for what it is The first thing that they said to me is, I don't think I can do that. That really hurt my my sense of pride in the way that I believe that every person can look their emotions in the face and see them for what they are, simply sensations and chemical reactions in the body, and that all emotions can do is make you feel. The only thing that it really affects is if you allow those feelings to control your actions and what you do next. And that was my belief for a while. 
But when they spoke to me, I could see in their eyes they genuinely could not face the emotions because they felt like if they face that emotion in the depth of the, the how intense the feeling is, they're afraid they would get so caught up in it that they'd never escape from it, that they would succumb to it in a way. And I was brought back to a time period in my life where I felt exactly the same way. If you've ever experienced anxiety or depression, the experience of an anxiety attack, the feelings that are associated with it are so intense and strong that when you experience anxiety, all you want to do is stop feeling it and you can't. And you are succumbed to this this overwhelming emotion that feels like it takes over all your nervous system and takes over your brain and takes over your body and takes over everything about you. And the same thing is true with depression. It's a feeling, it's a chemical reaction, yes, but it feels like it overcomes every other system in your body to the point where you cannot look it in the face because if you did, you'd never get back up. And that's what it feels like. So I was thinking about that and I was thinking about a time period in which I experienced those kinds of emotions and I don't know what's in everybody else's brain and neither do you. What if their emotions and the way they feel them are so intense that they're like that, like anxiety or depression? It may be difficult for them to be able to face them square on, see them as just a physical sensation in the body and that may may work for some people. That may not work for others. And so I had to come to terms with myself. I had to then do some mind and thought work for myself. I shared with them my method that worked for me. And they even stated that's a good method, but I don't think I could ever use that. I love that person. And do I want to help them? Yes. So ultimately, my last truth to share with you is that we are all so uniquely different and uniquely the same. The chemical responses that happen in our brains, in our minds, are triggered by different things. It's the same chemical reaction. The same thing is true for everyone. The brain doesn't know the difference between reality and what we are currently experiencing in our own minds. The stress that we put ourselves under through our own emotions, through disagreements, through different perspectives on life and different worldviews can simply be eliminated when we conflict with each other by being acutely aware that every individual is just like you and yet different like you. You're unique to your own way of thinking, your own perspective. And our differences make us stronger as people. It unifies us in the way that we're all human and we all have the same feelings. They're just triggered by different things and they're handled by different ways. It's, it's important to make sure you're managing your own emotions. No blaming of other people and the way they make you feel. Instead, taking responsibility for how you feel and choosing to manage the way you respond to it. No diverting to somebody might be different than you and that's the wrong way to go. And no jumping to the conclusion that there's one right way to do things. 
When we manage our own emotions, it comes with great territory for ourselves to be able to gain ground and take control over our own lives, pushing us towards our goals. And other people may not have the same methods as you and may not even agree with your methods. That's okay. What you do need to remember is this that compassion towards other people's responses and emotional maturity is very important. It's very important to become tolerant of the idea that the differences in us is okay. And in fact, the differences in all people make us even better and even stronger. I charge you to be a leader for yourself. I charge you to be a leader by example for others, not to patronize by sharing information that wasn't asked for, but instead managing your own emotions, being that person you know you are and not letting outside stimulus affect you in the way that might charge the situation for yourself. So anytime that you have a disagreement, a conflict, any kind of emotional difference between you and another individual, I charge you to meet it with compassion and start to do some work on yourself. If you have a problem in that area, maybe it's time for you to look at the way you're responding, the deep-rooted beliefs that you already have within you. And whatever those deep-rooted beliefs are, if they're not ones you like, if they're not ones that benefit you and others, I ask you to take a closer look at it. Ask yourself why and then choose to respond differently. So that's my message today is When it comes to us doing mind and thought work, we tend to focus on what we're doing, but then when other people's mind and thoughts get intertwined with our own in in the day-to-day, it can sometimes throw us off of our path. We tend to rabbit trail a little bit and go off and be affected by outside stimulus. What I'm trying to achieve today in my podcast here is to become aware that that happens to you sometimes, that you can rabbit trail based on other people's responses. But you can stay on track by making sure that you're being aware of you. You're being responsible for you. You're not blaming other people for your own emotions. Not the fact that if somebody does something that is wrong in some way towards you, that you can't feel that way. You're still allowed to feel that way. But you need to come to terms with why you feel the way you do and not let it be a a sore spot that you can't continue to further your own dr- goals because you're being distracted. It's where grace, compassion, and forgiveness comes in. Those are hard concepts for any individual who's a human on this planet. But our differences make us stronger, not weaker. So let these kinds of things unify you instead of create any distance between you and any other individual, whether it be in your family or whether it be with a stranger. Just make sure that you're doing what you can to be the best individual. You can't control other people's responses, reactions, or emotions, but you can control your own responses. And by doing so, you are setting the groundwork for others to notice that you're not affected by when they're upset. You may have compassion and understanding, but it doesn't change your course. It doesn't change your goals. It doesn't change your ability to have a difference in the world just because you have problems with other people. It actually instead creates more understanding and a depth of knowing that we all have our own mind and thought work to do. So be that leader and find compassion for yourself and for others, where we fall short and where they fall short. 
and it's okay. I am dedicated to continuing to create content that helps every individual, no matter where they come from, no matter how they go about their own mind and thought work. So on this specific topic, I'm working really hard to make sure I find another solution for those who maybe can't look their emotions face to face because they're afraid they might be consumed by them. I am coming up with another method for this. By using psychology, there's always an answer and always a solution. Everybody may be different, but the chemical reactions and responses are the same. So I charge you to find a common ground with others, a sense of knowing that we're all human and that this makes us remarkably unified. Thank you so much for listening to The Happy Thinker today. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Chromecast, and so many others. You can also find me on my website at happythinkerlifecoach.com, all lowercase letters and no spaces. If you're having trouble finding me on Google, I am currently working with Google to try and fix this issue. You can find me on other platforms. I know Google is technically like the most widely used for most. So if you're having trouble finding me on Google, if you tried to find my website, I do apologize. I am working on that. But I love you guys, and I hope to talk to you real soon. Okay.